welcome to another episode of Vice City FC. I'm your boy Fungus. I got uh Inter Miami extraordinaire reporter Xavi Guerrero. What's up, Xavi? What's going on? Extraordinaire. Wow. That's yeah, bro. Hey, you're nice. legit, bro. You are an official uh Inter Miami insider. Nice. You know, nice. and it, yeah, bro. One and it all—it only took you one full season, dude. That's Im- impressive. <laughs> the best is yet to come. <laughs> exactly. You can only go up from here. <laughs> so, sure. yeah, man. Hey, it's been—it's been an exciting season so far, especially if you the are from the state of Florida, huh? Yeah, the beginning's been awesome. The beginning. Yeah, man. Awesome. It's it's incredible because I remember both uh, both teams, uh, Inter Miami and Orlando City, uh, ended the season. You know, on high notes, pretty much. Even though you know they, they didn't win the MLS championship, but you know, Inter Miami was able to make the playoffs for the first time ever. You know, they had a good showing at the end of the season there. And Orlando City, you know, uh, everyone knows they won the U.S. Open Cup and also made the playoffs. So, yeah, Inter Miami yeah, had been had been in the playoffs before, but uh, like they, were they? Were they expanded? Yeah, were they expanded? Uh, oh. But but okay, uh, okay, they, okay. they both did um, make it, you know, at the end of the season, they, they mm-hmm. made runs. Exactly. They had that, that great game against Orlando City that they needed. Mm-hmm. When they won 4-1, to they needed that those points yeah. to, to uh, you know, sneak up, get a, ahead of them, and, and make it to the sixth spot, which is which was, you know, big time, big time. It was it's a big rivalry. It's a big rivalry down here, both teams. Yeah. Both teams are doing well. That that's, oh. The game's going to be out of control up there and down yeah. here. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. When when do they play each other? Do you know off the top I don't, of your I, head? I haven't I haven't checked. Uh, I haven't looked ahead in the schedule. I just know you know that the game now, and then we have uh, Chicago, and then you know. Yeah. So All right. Let's see here. May May twentieth. Yeah, it's a, it's still a while. Yeah, still a, a lot of things. Can a lot of things can happen from here. Then. Oh, definitely, definitely. But let's start off. Uh, you know, the show. The name of the show is Vice City S, uh, FC. So let's start off talking a little uh, Inner Miami, bro. Uh, like we like we said, you know they're undefeated. They're off to a hot start. Not only are they undefeated, they won both matches. So, uh, is, do you think that this hot start is sustained? They beat Philly, which is the defending Eastern Conference champions. Cream is of the crop. This, yeah, man. Is this hot start sustainable? I, I believe so for for various reasons. The first one, I, I like you know when I did the preview, I, I think it's a deeper team. I think it's a stronger yeah. team than the last season. Last season was 19, 20 new players, and they made it to six spot. This season, they have a core, a solid core of players that I think mm-hmm. that core is getting even better. Among that core, um, Malta, I think you know it's it, it's it's going to be going to have a good season. Yeah. Uh, Gregory is started, you know, excellent. So they have a core. They have a core of players from last season that you know Yellen. They they have leaders Campana, and then they have new guys coming in. Like Martinez is not in form yet. But everybody knows he's a goal scoring machine. Oh man, so, when that so guy gets won. hot, oh that's it, bro. Campana hasn't been playing, and they've won both games 2-0. They mm-hmm. got Kristoff, uh, Ukrainian center back, who has been magnificent for Inter Miami. He's been what that defense has needed—a dog to step in there and say, yeah. you know, "Follow my lead." And and he's been smooth. He's been uh, fundamentals on on. And and he's like someone that that other guys can look at and they feel inspired. That defense is mm. shut out twice. You know, first game against Montreal, they, they yeah. could have got scored. We had Drake being marvelous. Drake, another player that's playing fantastic. I think this is a season where so many of these players 
want to have breakout seasons, have want to show Pizarro yeah. is back and Pizarro's having a, a great start to the season. And he's he, he looks like he's very motivated. He's enjoying himself. He's happy. And he wants to live up to that DP billing. And, and so far he has. And he still hasn't scored. You know, so they, they yeah. had scores from four different people. And it still hasn't been our starting, you know, strikers, the duel that's supposed to be mm-hmm. dynamic. Joseph let, me, let me ask you, uh, Pizarro. Mm-hmm. When he had his first run here, because he he's coming back from loan, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where where was he loaned to again? Monterrey, Monterrey, Monterrey. Actually, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, when he had his first run here at Inter Miami, it wasn't exactly what everybody expected as far as a little bit production. of a disappointing. Yeah, yes, it's been a little bit disappointing. Is Neville using him in a different way now? Because I remember that was one of the complaints that Neville wasn't using him the way the guy is used to playing. He's he's more of a, a mix, you know, box to box guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think so much, you know. It was that I in, in his recent interviews, he's talked and he's opened up a lot, and and I think it's more of the human factor. Yeah, has has him playing better. One of the things he mentioned, in, you know, one of the practice interviews is that first he's happy in life, so he's he's mm-hmm. happy, and then he's enjoying uh, playing. He's more mature. Uh, you know, it wasn't. Um, Everybody was aware that when the first time around, he didn't get along with Gonzalo, which was a yeah. top dog, you know. So mm-hmm. there was a little bit of strife there, and and you know, if it, it's the union and the unity of this team is just as strong as last season, and and maybe even more because I, I they all say that they feel that this is a better team, so they're confident in each other, and and they they enjoy each other. They have this this is a team that gets along on and off the pitch, and that mm-hmm. might seem trivial. But for, for big things, it's super important because you're going yeah. out there and you're fighting for your brother. You're fighting for people that, that you care for. It's not the mm-hmm. same. You know, you go out there. Yeah, it's your teammate. You're getting paid. But you, the guy's a jerk. You know, so it, yeah. it's not the same thing because we're they're humans. And, and I course. believe this, this is definitely sustainable because I think it's, it's a deeper team. You got a guy like Pesaro who's very talented and is very motivated to come in. Mm-hmm. And, and he, they're surrounded with very good players. I asked Robert Taylor um, – the last game after his amazing goal, you know, how, how do you just come in? Cause he was away from the team. How do you just come in and, and fit right in and, and look like you, you never left. And the guy tells me it has to do with the players around you. Mm. And yes, when you have solid, really good, strong players around you, the game is so much easier, so much yeah. easier to play. So I, I do believe it's sustainable because it's a deeper team and it's showing you right now, you have your two top guns, uh, Martinez and Campana mm. are not producing. Once those guys start rolling, you know they're, they're gonna they're, they're gonna pick up some slag and they're gonna make it easier on, on those midfielders. And and I, I think they're even um, Stefanelli. I, I've pumped him up. I've hyped him up from preseason. Mm-hmm. What I've seen, and he hasn't produced that. But he hasn't been yeah. bad. He hasn't been bad. He just hasn't produced what I expected. I expected okay. a little more. You know, and and I think yeah. he can give that. And and the guys that have come in have been solid. Like I told Kristoff, is solid. Mm-hmm. Negri on the left has left back last season was a headache, was a headache. And now and, and, and it, they're solid with that guy there because he 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 goes out and attacks and he's yeah. very good defending also. And besides that, you have you know you know he got hurt last game, so McVeigh mm-hmm. not seriously he's been he's day to day, so it looks like he is going to play, but yeah. it doesn't seem to be serious. But McVeigh stepped into the left. But mm-hmm. you also have Noah, who, who did injure his knee. He was having a fantastic uh, preseason. Uh, during the season, once he gets healthy, you're, you're solid in that left back. You're solid on the right yeah. side with Yellen and, and Neville. So I think in every position, they have two 
solid players, and, and that's important. So you mentioned the the back the back line, right? Yes, last sir. season, last season you had one of their better defenders um, playing out of position. Yes, correct. Yes, absolutely. Chris McVeigh. McVeigh. Okay, now McVeigh is playing where? Center, center back. He's playing center, center back, back, and and that's where that's his natural position. The guy's a yeah. six four, six five guy. You mm -hmm. normally don't have or, or request those guys to be out yeah. and and being up and down, up and down. It's just you know it's very physically demanding, and challenging. But he's a very technical guy for for his size, mm -hmm. and and he has a presence. He's strong in the air. He he comes out playing well. Man, I would hope Chris so. Six five, going you. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Some guys, some guys yeah. are not. But but a center back, you have to be, you know. Yeah. And and he, he's just very smooth and and, and very good there. And mm -hmm. and I and it's another guy that I think is ascending. And I think as a team, they're ascending. A lot of these guys are coming up at the same time and and going to have very big years for them. So I, I think yeah. it's sustainable. You know, it, it's it's the perspective I have right now. We'll see. It's only two games, but in, in preseason, they didn't have a great preseason. But you see yeah. the, the ability and the potential that that's that's there. Okay, so you know, I, I'm hearing a lot of potential. You know, they're playing okay. You no, know, not like wow. So, but they're all, but they are off to a hot start. Yeah, you know? as a team, as a unit, they're playing very well. Uh, yeah. the, the difference is. I, they're they're playing with a high intensity, uh -huh. um, and and you you see the players sacrificing their bodies. I mean, they're they're up mm. pressing. They're coming back down to the fan. That you don't see people walking, you know, or, or standing. Yeah. Another thing, Presaro said it in, in that interview um, this week in, in practice. He said uh, the, the team, yeah, you know, they're pressing and everybody's defending. It's got a little bit of a mm. shot to a couple of guys, you know, that, yeah. that are no longer here. That that you know were superstars. Yeah. But they were they slacked a little bit on the defense. Well, you know, big time players, big production. But mm -hmm. it's 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 a two way game. It, it's like yeah. basketball, dude. It's like mm -hmm. basketball. You 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 have to be good attack, and you, your game has to be strong on defense too. So yeah. they they he feels that the team is stronger in that way. And he's one of the guys that's mm -hmm. playing. Pizarro looks like he's in amazing shape. I mean, he yeah. last game it was eighty. I don't know what minute, and he's running up and down. He's chasing people. He's got mm -hmm. the ball. He's driven. And he still hasn't done, um, you know, the, the magnificent things. He hasn't scored a goal in these first two games because he scored in preseason. And he hasn't yeah. given – he gave an assist, but it was kind of like he, he he did a move and the ball went a little, you know, long. And Gene came in and ripped it and scored. So he gets an assist for that. But it was, you know, kind of lucky, but it's an assist nonetheless. Those are things that he needs yeah. to provide. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned uh, Pizarro. That he's, he looks like he's in amazing shape. He just came back from loan from uh, Monterrey. I don't follow the Liga MX a lot, but I know that Monterrey is one of the top on teams? Top of, they're, they're on top of the clausura right now, and they were second the in the Apertura. In the last few years, the last few years, the last many, many years, they've uh -huh. been a top team. They're, they're, yeah. they're a top team there, and they're, they're big dogs. Uh, he, he didn't have a great spell there either. Mm -hmm. It was it was adequate, you know. But do you think that helped him uh, gain something back? Because when he came to Inter Miami originally, he was I think leading scorer in Liga MX, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or something like that. I, I'm telling you, this so, guy in in that uh, in that pre that little interview they had during the mm -hmm. week where he talked, he he kind of like like let it all out, you yeah. know. To me, he he said that he said, "Look, I, I went away and I come back. I'm more mature and I appreciate what I have mm -hmm. here. I wasn't appreciating." What I had, I wasn't appreciating, you know, playing, mm -hmm. enjoying the game for a living. Like he, he, yeah. he's saying, 
now I'm feeling it. I'm, you know, he, he's mm-hmm. loving it. He's comfortable. He's, you know, he's confident yeah. and he's happy. So to play a sport at a high level, you have to be confident. You have to be confident. So it looks yeah. like he has his confidence back. And and if you're playing, enjoying it, yeah, you're gonna have a good time. Especially if you're a guy that has a lot of skills. He he's yeah. a talented player. He's a talented player. If he puts it together, he he's he's a big time player. That's what's up. So, what do you feel like is uh, what do you feel like led to to the hot start for Inter Miami? Besides it, besides you know team chemistry, because well, if they, they had to have switched up some things, I know Neville wasn't known for being a super uh, a technical manager he always got you know he's he's known as a locker room guy but i think he gets a little bit bad rep for that i think he gets he, a little bad rep for that too. yeah but the, he had to have made changes this season especially now that you know guys the style, like, of, uh, the style of play the style yeah. of play last season when they started remember when last mm-hmm. season he was more of a, a laid back uh counter weight you know line of the fence and weight yeah. and counter this season he, he's he's saying counter bull they're going up they're going to try to take the ball <laughs> from you and they're intense, and they're not giving you space. That's what they did to Philadelphia. Philadelphia has yeah. one of the best midfields in the league. I mean, obviously, they're, they're the finalists, right? And they have yeah. all those guys. The starting 11 are the same starting 11. They, they've missed a lot of other guys um, off the bench, but the starting 11 are the same starting 11 that made it to the finals. And Miami, like, basically smothered them defensively. They, yeah. they No spaces, no time to think, no time to control, and just, you know, they, they you had the ball. There's somebody on top of you. There's somebody pushing you. There's somebody... So that's one of the things. And then they're going quick looking to score. You know, it's yeah. it, and, and they're moving the ball pretty good. They have a good chemistry, you know, and, and it's a continuation of the journey. He said from uh, the coach, he sees it as a continuation from, from the second half of the season on where the team started clicking. <clears throat> so so I, I see more intensity. I see um, the purpose is go. Let's go. You know, score three, four, five. They were, yeah. they were up and they were still – you know, attacking and defending at a high rate. So I, that's that's the big difference. And can they maintain that? That's where you asked about sustainability. That's That takes a physical toll during a 34-game season. So that's where you need mm-hmm. to have the depth that I think they do have as a team. I think the players that can come in are pretty decent and pretty good players. I mean, I, you know, I'm a, a, a Bryce Duke guy. I, li- I like the way he plays. Uh, yeah. he, he had, he's, he's been coming off the bench. He's been mm-hmm. getting some solid 30 minutes, which is good. But you know, anything happens, he's a guy that can come in and he's a very solid player. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm a little more worried about and I was last season about like Gregory. Gregory mm-hmm. is the glue to this team. Yeah. So no nobody does what Gregory does. Everybody, yeah, they, they defend a high rate and they, but Gregory's like a dog. I mean, he's a pit bull, he 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 chops people down and then he helps you know to distribute and get the game going. He's up and down all over the field. So, but I think it, and it's a little surprising that they do have, you know, they have Uyoa, but uh, Kramashi, he just turned 18. Mm-hmm. It's putting a lot of pressure on the kid. But I think he would be a solid replacement at that position because he's a he's another, like, box-to-box guy. And yeah. he's, he's, he's very intense, too, and, and high energy. So I think they're, they're like, um, nurturing him, and he'll, uh-huh. be, he'll be, like, the successor to, to that role. But he's very mm-hmm. similar, and he's more technical. In, okay. in my in my view, he, he's got a little better technique. So the, they're deep, is what you're saying. I which... think they're at least too deep at every position, and and that helps uh-huh. maybe more because even in in forwards, yeah. I mean, they got they got Martinez, Campana, and then you have John Jinku that can play there. Stefanelli can play mm-hmm. there. Jake Lacava. They have Schneider, 
uh, who, who uh, you know, Shadir Borjilin, sorry, who who, mm-hmm. who who looks like is going to be a stud. You, you know, they they have players, and yeah. and they're giving them experience, and they're getting in like in every position. They have solid solid players, so it, it looks good, and and it to me it looks sustainable. But we have to see; it's a long season. It depends yes. on injuries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, th- those are the unpredictabilities of the game that, you know, injuries normal. and it's normal. Part stuff of like game. that. Yeah, definitely. All right, so who's been you know, who's been the most important player on the team and who's been your MVP so far? Okay, the, 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 the most important player, um, you, you have to go with Drake because in the first game, he, he, he had the mm-hmm. clean sheet. You know, he has two clean sheets, and, yeah. and he's growing in his leadership. It's, it's you know, mm-hmm. he, he's, his stature as a leader on the team is growing. Uh, his influence is there because he's the type that does the meditations. He, he likes to meditate before games, and now he has yeah. a lot of the guys doing the same thing. So they're following mm-hmm. the leader in the games. He's playing. You know, he's made two silly mistakes. But yeah. He's human. He's human, right? But you know what? He made the mistake, and he made up for it right away with with mm-hmm. great saves. So that that speaks well for him. Uh, yeah. So I, I I think he's been the most important um, in in regards to maybe the the MVP, but. But I will go with the center back, Kristoff, because okay. in, in any quality team, any championship caliber team, and I, I'm not saying they're going to be championship. Don't, don't, don't. I'm just saying, in, in these types of teams, uh, you have a line over, you know, right through the middle. You have quality goalkeeper. Miami has that. You have yeah. like a quality, you know, star. When I say quality, I mean like star center mm-hmm. back. I think Kristoff is playing at a very high level. I mean, the guy won 17 championships in Ukraine. With, with one of the top teams and who, who's always playing, yeah. you know, uh, the, the tournament, the top tournaments. Yeah. So it's he's not a scrub. He's got a lot yeah. of experience. And he's coming out here, and it looks like he has a lot in the team. What, who, who did he play for? Uh, Dinamo uh, Kiev? No, no, Shakhtar. Uh, oh, Shakhtar Donetsk. Exactly. So he's okay. won 70 titles that, in 13 seasons. That's yeah. That speaks well of you. So mm-hmm. he knows how to win, and he knows what it takes. So yeah. then you have midfield. You know, I, I'm going to – in this midfield, I'm going to say – I'm going to put Gregory – Usually I want like a 10 to be the star, but I'm putting mm-hmm. Gregory because he he just does so much. He does so much, and he's the captain. And then you got you know, somebody up top, but here you got two guys up top. But we're going to say Joseph because mm-hmm. Joseph is the one that's playing right now, and he's the one that has almost 100 goals in the league. But, you know, you also have Campana. So they have that line, that, that line mm-hmm. right down the middle that, that's super solid. You know, so that, that yeah. gives me, gives me um, an idea that, that they can do things. They can do things in this league. Yeah. All right. So, Inter Miami has uh, New York City FC tomorrow, and uh, Toronto the week after. All right. Both home games, I think. Right. Yeah. They're they're playing um, New York away. They're they're away. They play oh, they're the, away. Yeah. Um, Inter Miami played the first two games uh, at home. Oh, my bad. My bad. Okay. So yeah, they are away tomorrow and the week after. Then that's so, a big. That's a big. That's a lot of travel there. That, yeah, New York, and then and the, no, New York, no, you're, and Toronto you're close, are pretty you're closer. Close. Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty good. They, they actually scheduled it good because it was last season where they went uh-huh. to the West Coast and then they traveled to Canada oh. and it was crazy. Yeah, and Robert. they actually had a great <laughs> showing in Montreal. It was crazy. Yeah, I do. They actually that. went over there and played really well, which is weird. Yeah. You know? No, I remember we were talking about that. We were talking about just that. Like, damn, you know, they need to win this game because then they got to travel to Montreal and they're gonna be tired from the travel. But then they actually did well over there. Yeah, I think it was but, against the Sounders, right? They beat the Sounders and then they tied. I think it was Montreal. If I, 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 I don't, I don't remember who they played in the West Coast first, but I do remember that. 
we were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was tough, but this yeah. one, you know, they're they're going mm -hmm. to New York. It's always it's always tough. Uh, yeah, a place to play. Uh, YRC has a very solid team. They they took us out of the first round last season. It's not exactly yeah. the same team. Obviously, they've lost some players, but they got some guys, you know, back. They got Santi Rodriguez coming back, young young uh, stud midfielder, mm -hmm. and and they have a, a, a quality team. They're home. They know their pitch. It's home field advantage, home cooking. You yeah. know, so it's going to be a tough game for Inter Miami. But one of the things that the coach said uh, in his conference too this this, uh, this week uh, in practice, I believe it was Thursday, he said that the away matches are going to define the season for Inter Miami because they were mm. horrendous last season away from home. And he said, look, if we would have won two, three more games away, we would have probably had a home game. We would have been in the top four. You know, so exactly. he said that that that's going to – hey, what's up, Steve? That's uh, Mr. Ca Don Cafecito. Oh, yeah. they said. They said he said like the home, you know, the away games are going to define what we're going to be. So this yeah. is. I've been saying it, it's funny because you say, "Oh, this is a big game. This is a big game to start the season." Oh, how can two, you know, the first and second game be big games? But they exactly. were. They're, they're statement games, and then now yes. the third game is a statement game. It's not just a statement to the league; it's a statement to yourself. Like these mm -hmm. guys have confidence and they believe. If they go out to New York and get a win. Man, they're gonna no, that like, that's you know beating huge. Philly, beating Philly put the league on notice. But if the but people are still gonna react like, oh, maybe it's a fluke, right? Yeah, yeah. If they yeah, if they excuses. start off exactly, if they start off the season three and zero with one of those wins being against Philly and the other one being against a team that eliminated eliminated them from the playoffs last season on the road on a on tough the road, place oh, to play. Yeah. And and it's like Amazing. the coach that, said, they're, play, they're playing. Huge. They're playing the number one, number two, number three team rank. You know the yeah. top team teams from last season. I know it was last mm -hmm. season, but man, they they still got yeah. a lot. They still got a lot. Those are, are tough, tough teams. And my, if Miami mm -hmm. flies up there and you know hands them the business, mm -hmm. it, th this is going to tell you, oh, you know, you know what? There, there's something here. Yeah, it's not. It's not just a fluke. It's not just and and Neville's not so mm -hmm. crazy and you know all this stuff. People are gonna have to start saying, "Oh, you know, maybe, maybe there is something in cooking down in Miami." Yeah. So, uh, Don Cafecito here is hoping for a Joseph Martinez goal. Uh, you're not right? the only one. You're not the only one because if you know um, about soccer, you know the goal scorers. Uh, a lot of times they're streaky, right? They're streaky. Yes. And and if if you don't see it go in, it, it kind of gets on you. But mm -hmm. once you see the first one go in, you're like, "Oh, I remember that." Boom! And especially <laughs> a guy like Joseph that that yeah. that can you know put two three in so, so he hasn't would, had that opportunity love, yet yeah we would love to see uh joseph you know start to pick up steam earlier rather than later yeah but who do you think is actually going to be the contributing force for this next for this next game against uh, new york city wow this is this is a, a small pitch I, I i i love the midfield my midfield players mm -hmm. um i said it a couple of times that i i think Mota is gonna break out this season he has a couple yeah. assists already but I think he's going to score in this game because mm. um, he, he, he's got more liberty now. Yeah, he, he, he's playing yeah. kind of like a double pivot with Gregory, but he's the one that's further up now. Last season, it was the other way. You were talking about tactics and things changed. Last yeah. season, he had Gregory go further up and he had Mota stay because, mm. you know, Mota is cleaner coming out, yeah. cleaner receiving balls. But I didn't like that because I, I think when you are that way, you have to be up a little bit higher. Mota mm. is more of a of, – um, of a menace uh, with that shot, you yeah. know, and, and and he's a menace with some good passes. He puts good mm. passes. He put that pass for Taylor 
to put it in his chest and 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 rip it. You know, he, yeah. he has more offensive skill. And I like Gregory there a little bit right in front of the defense because he's he's a dog. He's a dog. Yeah. He plays he plays so much bigger than he is. Physically, mm-hmm. you see him, and, and he's not like a huge, like big muscular guy or anything. But when you see him playing, he, he's like he's a bully. He's tough. You know, <laughs> he goes out there, he yeah. bangs people, he 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 goes hundred percent. So that, that's why he's a captain. I mean, he yeah. gives the team everything he has all the time. But I, I think Mota uh, could be a, a, a big time player in this game. And I'm looking, I'm still waiting for Stefanelli to step up. I'm still waiting for yeah. him to step up. And then, like Cafecito said there, we want to see if Joseph gets uh, gets one in. Joseph has has played yeah. well in regards to to being um, a positive contributor, uh, the running, defending. He had the attitude looks good. You know, he he's he doesn't look like he's flustered yet. So he he's there. He's he's, he's contributing, but mm-hmm. he needs to he needs to get on. He needs to get on because that's just the he's just that's just the way it is. He's a natural yeah. goal scorer. The ball might hit him in the head and go in by mistake. So, you know, that's what he needs. Here we go. Steve says, Stefanelli might have a good game, cooler weather, and always presses well. A ball might bounce his way, and he might score. Okay, let's go, man. I, I, if, you get, if we get Stefanelli and Mota scoring, I mean, you know, we're geniuses. And yes, <laughs> that, that's big. That's big time because he suffered from the he, – he's getting adjusted and acclimated. This mm-hmm. is another guy, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's going to keep getting better. He's getting yeah. adjusted. He comes from cooler weather. It's not the same. Both both games, he's come out near the 60th minute. Uh, where does where, where is Stefanelli coming from? He from Sweden. Oh, he okay. played in Sweden. I forgot the, the team's name, but it's one of the top teams there too. Yeah. You know, so he, it, it's it's an adjustment. Mm. It's an adjustment, but he's doing very well because he it's another guy that's putting his heart. You know, and then when he's done, mm. bring in Bryce, yeah. bring in, and then that's what I'm telling you. It's a deeper team. It's like. Okay, Stefanelli's coming out. You know, he played a great game. And then you bring Bryce Duke. That Bryce Duke last year, you know, gave seven assists. He led the team in assists, even though he got kind of demoted when Pozuelo mm-hmm. came in. And yeah. he scored one or two goals. I don't remember. Um, and I, I expect him to have a better year. Like, I, I, there's so many players that I think are going to get better of those 19 new players that came in from last season and the yeah. guys that are here now. I call him the roadrunner. You're talking about Stefanelli? <laughs> <laughs> or who Stefanelli or or uh, or Bryce? Guy, probably Stefanelli. Stefanelli's the one that runs all over the place. Yeah, he's a burner. Yeah, yeah, he runs. He he he. In one of the preseason games, there was um a breakaway, and he was mm-hmm. like all the way up and came back. Oh, almost caught Damn. up to the guy. You know, almost caught up to the guy to 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 defend it. But it shows you the heart. You know. Yeah. I, I don't want to say the Cojones, but I just said <laughs> it. But but the, the team is plays with that. <laughs> The team plays with that, and and, yeah. and they're they're you know it's it's I think they're an ascending team. But like the coach said, the away games are going to define the season, and this is the first test, and yeah. it's a big test. It's a big it's, one. It's a big test, and let's see how they do. You know, mm-hmm. every the first two games we've been okay. Let's see. Well, they showed something. They showed something, and now let's see what happens in this game here. It's it's really important that they have a good showing. All right. Any other uh, inner Miami comments before we move on to Orlando City? Let's see what we got here. Okay, I, I just put uh, Malta. He said he's he's having more fun. He's he's playing uh-huh. with more confidence, and he believes it's a better team than previous years. Yeah. Um, and he said his intention is his first intention after the option. You know, the loan was was mm-hmm. always to come back, mm-hmm. and he wants to you know he wants to show that he he's worth uh, the investment they put in him, the the faith they put in him. And and I think he's having he's gonna have a a, a big year. 
So that in regards to him. Um, Negri is day to day. So that's a big, that's a big, that's an important thing from Miami. You can't yeah. underscore that because the defense, you know, has been playing solid. If, if mm -hmm. you move a guy, you don't know how that's going to be. Well, something here, Ian Frey, it's a name that might be a little bit forgotten, but mm -hmm. he, he's a solid young, young uh, center back. Who, who's been injured a couple times already, and the coach talked about him. He said that he's, you know, he's working back his way back. But that's a guy you got to keep an eye on because it's going to be make a, the team even deeper. He, he's a very, very good player. He he has a, a higher level, a higher ceiling, I think, than than you know most of the center backs on the team, to be honest, because um, he's got a, a higher um, technical ability. Plus, he's super fast. So you got to keep an eye on that guy there. Um, let's see. And and that's it. As far as Inter Miami, um, you know, there's some some parties, yeah. uh, some some watch <laughs> parties out there. I've been I've been yeah. at the, the the parties at the stadium, so I can't wait till, mm. till we go back. And and the atmosphere is cool. The the team is hyped. The fans are hyped. Um, and, and let's see let's see what they do. I mean, do they I, always, I, uh huh. Go ahead. Do they always do they always host uh, away game watch parties at the stadium? No, uh, I, I don't. The ones that I'm talking about are are like at, at uh, bars and stuff like that. Ah, okay, I, okay. They had one big one at the stadium. I don't remember what it was for. Uh, maybe it was, it was maybe it was a playoff game. I don't remember, but I know that no, they don't. They don't. They haven't had that, but they do mm. the the different bars where you can go. Ah, I know, okay, and okay. I know in the Row and Hollywood, they're 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 having some big watch parties with the supporters yeah. groups and stuff like that. So that's which cool. which which one is uh, the one that you like to go to? I haven't gone to the the watch parties here, because oh, since okay. since remember I, I'm married with four kids, so it's yeah. <laughs> I got I got to give some family time. I got to give some family time. <laughs> if I take my if I take my kids to the the watch party, they say they want the round with all the banging stuff. Mm -hmm. Who knows what's gonna happen? They'll go crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, well, they give it, I've been to some before. Uh, uh, Vice City. Um, yeah, 18, I want to go. I want to. I want to go. Event. I want to go to the next one. I want to go to. Man, the next they get one. wild. Hey it's guys, fun. yeah, I I saw they put out a tweet uh, mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, uh, Michelle Kaufman and I don't know who else they mentioned." Da, 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 da. Yeah. I, hey, I want to go too. I know you guys haven't invited me, but yeah. I want I want to go. Show up, bro. What yeah, I'm, 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 I want to I'm gonna show up with my Lemon City Live. You're tall, so you're Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, because I, I love I get hyped with the drums and the, I mean yeah. that that's that's one of the best parts of, of the stadium. You know, so I want to be a part yeah. of that. I I can't be this week. But mm -hmm. hope maybe next week. But but sometime yeah. I'm just gonna pop in there, do a cameo appearance. Do it, <laughs> do it, bro. It'll be, it'll be much appreciated. I Let's remember once about... we did we did a live show from one of the watch parties. Oh, hey, that's not a bad idea. That's yeah, not a man, bad we can, idea. We, we can we, revisit we... that idea. It's a lot of fun. I like that idea. I you know what do? we can do? We, maybe one day we'll do a watch party during a Miami versus Orlando match, where you're at a Miami watch party. I'm at I'm at, at an Orlando one. While they're playing nice, each other, nice, nice. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll let that tinker a little bit. I think you're on to All something. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about Mickey Mouse soccer Let's club. Let's do it, bro. Here. Hey, you know you were talking about uh, big games coming up and how these first few games were statement games, but hey, man, Orlando City also undefeated. They had they didn't win their second match. They drew uh, against Cincinnati, but then they also went and they played a Concacaf Champions League match against Tigres from Mexico. One of the best teams. One of yeah, one of the best one teams. The in I think, to win I think it they're all. second. I think they're second. They're in one of the favorites right to win it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And bro, uh, at at uh, Tigres at in a, in a away game, and they and they took a draw. 
Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is they, they, huge. They were on their heels a lot of the time, but then they, they started. They started to recover, and yeah. and they made a game of it. And that's tough. And that's that's a yeah, good dude. team. That's yeah, definitely man. a good team. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, it was it was um it was a hard fought match, um you know. But Orlando, the Orlando guys really stepped it up, and I don't I don't know how they kept Tigres at bay, <laughs> but I mean. There's two names in Orlando's squad that should stick out to everybody. What's that? And that's El Pulpo. Oh, right. Gallese, that guy's a monster. Bro, he blocks. They call him El Pulpo because he, he blocks he with up. all appendages, bro. He stepped out. Yeah, he stepped out. He stepped out. He in stepped the home up. opener, in the home opener against Red Bulls, he blocked a shot with his freaking face, bro. It, <laughs> from like. From like point blank range, he, he does that to Miami too. I, I remember yeah, a game no. where where like he blocked, and I was like, dude, he got lucky. How did he do that? Man? And he, bro, at, at this point, you can't call it luck because it keeps. No, happening. no, yeah, yeah, no. He 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 knows what he's doing. I mean, yeah, he's, man, it's, he's a it's national insane. team player, so he's not. Yeah, it's for man. a reason. He's a very good player. He's very and good a starter, man. and he's, he's starters. Yep, yep, and he's the reason why Orlando has had the success that they've had lately because. Let me tell you, Orlando on the field. There's only one other player that sticks out, and that's Facundo Torres. You know, the kid is a baller. He's gonna put yeah. balls in the back of the net. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about him. Everybody else on the field, they have good players, but a lot of young guys. But I have yeah. some energy. Some energy. You got a yes. lot of energy. They have a lot, a lot of young guys. But when I'm watching the games, it's hard for me to decipher what kind of style they're gonna they're gonna play with. You know what I mean? They're Sometimes trying to figure it out. they're trying to yeah, figure it out. Yeah, I think they are still trying to figure out what works best for them. But the but you got to hand it to them, man. They defend their asses off. That's one thing mm -hmm. that Orlando City does well. And when the defense does break down, you have a fucking pulpo back there to, <laughs> to block their shots, man. So, yeah, yeah. So that just those two pieces of their game that are solidified, the defense and, and goalkeeping, is going to help them while they're developing everything else. Right, something because I'm, I'm seriously, I'm watching the games. I it can't all starts out. in the back. It all starts in the back. It all starts yes. with the defense. If you want to have a, a good team, it starts in the back. Correct, but I can't figure out if they want to tiki taka their way to the goal or if they want to <laughs> just, you know, long ball to a runner, because they they're doing both throughout the game, and it's very. I I, I don't want to say it's situational. Can I tell you I, something? I feel like it's more reactive. What's can that? I can I tell you something? I don't mind that. Like, let's say mm -hmm. Inter Miami is is more of a touching team. Da, 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 they yeah. touch, but I don't mind that when you're getting pressed and there's no yeah. space, you shoot it over, dude. I think mm -hmm. teams have to be hybrid. Now, now, yeah. what you're saying is they they need to have more of a a, a sense of when to do what, right? Exactly, exactly. Because sometimes they have plenty of time to control the ball, and, and they're just and they're sending rockets. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's you know that's why they are not. Um, competing when it comes to uh, you know how the percentage of the game that they're controlling the ball, they're they're really giving that away for the most part. Because Sometimes they give, that's by they design give away the, too. Sometimes that's by design. Like this doesn't appear to be counter. by design. No, they're just not. They're just not controlling the ball. <laughs> yeah, they're just not controlling the ball. It doesn't appear to be by design. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes you're 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 just you're, Way you're pulling to back counter. and countering exactly. That that's not really what what they're doing because because they they are trying to build by passing the ball you know by moving okay. the ball around they just I think they're still working on that aspect of their game 
was there a lot of turnover in uh, from last season to this season as far as the the field players for for Orlando? Uh, there were some. I, I wouldn't say there's a there's a whole lot. You know, I still not major, not not major. Exactly. No. Yeah, nothing major. Um, uh, let me see. Because sometimes that affects. But like in, like in Miami, you know, yeah. you got let's see, you got the left back, center back, mm -hmm. the, the attacking. That's three right there. And and a forward, yeah. so that's four, four out of eleven guys, new guys. But the team, yeah. that the, the core of the guys that are there, they still they, they know each other and, and they're touching and playing better than than last season. And this is mm -hmm. starting the season, you know, they're just starting the season. And they already look crisper than yeah. than they did last season. So it, it does take its toll, and it depends how how the pieces fit, right? So yes, for sure, for sure. But yeah, man, and um, it's exciting. It's it's exciting to see Orlando, you know finish off how they did last season and just keep the ball rolling into this season. They've you know always what I been mean? solid, man. They've always been solid. Even when Miami was a little mm -hmm. crappy, Orlando yeah. was there fighting. And and they they you know they talk a lot of junk, you yeah. know, down down on Miami, but I think this they season do. they they have a uh, bro oh, Orlando they, they fans hate Miami. hate Miami, dude. I don't know why, dude. Maybe is I mean it's it's a, it's a, a it's the it, in-state rivalry, bro. Any city, any um yeah, any town that has teams like that in any sport, there's gonna be that, bro. Like Steelers, Phillies. I mean, uh, yeah. Eagles. Steelers, Eagles, bro. Those teams hate each other. Those fan bases hate each other. You know what I mean? That's just natural. No, and and Orlando City, you know, got got the cup. It's the U.S. and Cup or U.S. Open mm -hmm. Cup. They got a little yeah. lucky against Miami. Miami dominated them in the game. We got you know yeah, uh, true, an own goal, uh, an own goal, and all this other garbage. But yeah. they won, and, and and that's what matters. So now Miami has to get some yeah. hardware. They got to get something in that, you know, and, and uh -huh. in there. They but I'm get glad some sort of trophy. I'm glad Orlando won because rivalries are not fun if nobody's winning anything. If it's just yeah. two middle of the pack teams that are always fighting each other, that's not a fun rivalry. You it's know just, what I mean? it's just, it's just, you know, it's small time. And for this to get big, yeah, they, they, ha yeah. they have to be winning. They have Somebody to be winning. Somebody had to win, yeah, bro. And or, you know, Orlando had a head start of uh, I don't know how many seasons, so of course it's natural that they would win something first. But let me tell you, man, Miami caught up quick. It's been because... tough. It's been it's been tough for for yeah, Miami with all the things that have happened. But yeah. If you look, you know what? If you look around, all these players that you know Miami got originally. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, they, they it wasn't done the right way. The budget, blah blah blah. But if you look at them, you know where they've gone. They they've been pretty good players. I yeah. mean, they, they they've had they've they've lost. They had to get rid of some players that are doing very well. You know where they're at, at their clubs now. So like yeah. Carranza, you know, is just killing it over in Philly. Figal mm -hmm. is in Boca Juniors and and being a very solid player. You know, he's injured and stuff. They there's, yeah. they 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 picked some good guys. They. They had uh, good scouting, but everything else wasn't. And now Henderson, baby Godfather, I call him baby Godfather. So I'm gonna uh -huh. have to trademark it because the, the Godfather is still Pat Riley until he's no longer the Godfather. Of course. But baby Godfather, you know, came in sanctions, and this guy has put together last season 19, and, and they yeah. made the playoffs. And now this season he brings in a couple other people, and yeah. the team is is looking solid. Mm -hmm. And we're still, you know. Under sanctions next season, you know, it opens up. Ooh, that's I, true. I, I would love to see what's going to happen. Hopefully, Dang. there's a guy, so, there's a guy, um, by that wears number 10. He's mm -hmm. a lefty, he's a lefty, and he's pretty yeah. good. He's pretty good. 
you know, the, the options there. People are people are downgrading it and saying that nah, it's never going to happen. You know what I yeah. think about when they tell me that? I remember um, there was Sid, Sid Rosenthal, the, mm -hmm. this New York uh, radio guy. He was yeah, always talking crap. I remember him. So when, when LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosh, the rumor was out there, he's like, oh, nah, you crazy. That's never going to happen. And I'm mm -hmm. saying, why not? If yeah. anybody can make it happen, it's Pat Riley. Well, yeah. I feel the same thing about Baby Godfather. Anderson? Baby Godfather. Man, that guy, yeah. If, if anybody you know can make it happen, he'll, he'll, I completely he'll become legendary status. He'll Dude, become legendary status if, if he pulls that off. I completely forgot that Miami was under sanctions because he made great moves this past offseason. Like, Man, that's wild, bro. He did all of that with now sanctions. Show, show me the money. Oof. Let's see what he's going to do. Yeah, you that's know? crazy. But you know what, bro? Orlando City Orlando City has been known to attract a big name here and there also, bro. Yeah. And, but they didn't, they didn't bring anybody huge um, this past offseason. I think they're switching their, um, their strategy to, uh, to, uh, to bring in guys from South America that are great players or, or can be great players but are relatively still unknown. Like last yeah, season was yeah. Facundo Torres' first season, right? They brought him in from Peñarol in Uruguay. Yeah. And look what he's done already, man. He's all, he, last, he was last – in his first player. season with the team, he was a leading scorer. Yeah. And then uh, in the home opener, they brought in uh, this kid off the bench, uh, Ramiro Enrique. Okay. Right? Some Argentine kid. Bro, that kid, as soon as he got, as soon as he got on the field, he sparked – Orlando City. But look and, what you're and, talking about. Look what you're talking about. You're talking about Argentina and Uruguay, two of the traditional yeah. like, powerhouses in the world, and and yeah. they have they have so much talent. Yeah, so man. So much talent. Of course, but that's I don't understand why that's not like the the like the, the you know how how all college football teams always recruit in South Florida. <laughs> all MLS teams should be recruiting in freaking South America, man. Well, you know what? They, they they go and they get some guys from Europe, too, you know, with, with yeah. some uh, big game experience. Mm -hmm. But I, I agree with you. In South America, yeah. you get and, – and you're talking about – you're just talking about those two powerhouses. You haven't even mentioned Brazil. But then, yeah, then, you, exactly. go, then you go and you talk about Colombia where you get um, some, some very good players at, mm -hmm. at good prices. You know, Peru has, you know, a yeah. tradition. Chile has very good players. Bolivia, yeah. you're talking about Diablo Echeverri, they play. You're, mm. you're going, and then we're not even mentioning. We talked about this a show. I think it was last last season. Yeah. You're not even talking about the Caribbean. Look at look at what yeah. happened in the Concacaf with Violet beating Austin. You know, and, and you got Haiti we, has a tradition of a very good soccer. They, can they we talk about that, dude? We have to. Absol we have, you we have, have to, to mention. You that. have to talk about that. That's that's a huge upset, but that's it's pivot, more of an bro. upset for people that don't realize yes. the tradition that Haiti has. Haiti. Had, you, I, I'm even going local, like like Copa Latina. Yeah, you know, because because uh, Nono Batista, they would bring some of the players from Haiti to play there, which isn't oh, fair sure. because they were better. Yeah, but but <laughs> but you know, they, they play a, a nice style, they, and, yeah. and there's a lot of good players. Mm -hmm. I remember a few years back, it's got to be at least four or five years. Uh, Haiti played Spain. Yeah, and Spain came with their tiki taka ta 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 ta, and you know, I went to the Hard Rock to watch the game. And and I'm looking. I was impressed with three three of the the Haitian players. I said mm -hmm. these guys can play on any team in the world. There was three yeah. of them. I don't remember the names now because you know I lost yeah. track of it. But but there's always been talent, mm -hmm. you know. And and hopefully you know. You know what? You, you know what helps so the Caribbean. This is this is what 
what prevents the Caribbean from being known as a soccer, um, as a as a breadbasket for soccer, because a lot of those islands belong to you know either Great Britain or you know they're colonies of of, of other big countries. They go out. They go to yeah. So some of those players they can represent Jamaica or they can represent Trinidad, but because you know they're playing in Europe and they have that citizenship, they they if they get called up to England, who do you think they're gonna represent? But some they, of the, you know what, in this World Cup, we saw that though, where yeah. a lot of these guys are going back, you know, like like Morocco, you know, yes. all these guys, uh, more than half the team was Europe based, and then yeah. they went, which is was such a great story because some of them didn't even speak Arabic, you know, I know. and so they didn't understand but, teammates. And but you like know, I haven't because they got snubbed by the by the Spains and the Frances. Of, of and those course, teams. of course, of yeah. course. But but what did they do? They went. And and represented the country, and yeah. and you're getting a lot of these guys going back now to get the mm-hmm. opportunity because these powerhouses, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's they're too deep. So yes. you know, you you go and you you make that home team better, yeah. and 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 then you you're living uh, like a lot of these guys they were living the heritage firsthand mm-hmm. for the first time, also yeah. you know through yeah. through the sport and through the World Cup. What a wonderful ride! What a, what an amazing story, in Morocco, right? But we got yeah, we're man. going back back to to the Concacaf. You know that 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 uh, loss by Austin. Even the coach said he kind of like overlooked the team. Uh huh. But but Look you know that, what? Bro. Yeah, you you have to you have to. Um, I hope he learned from that, bro. Awesome. That that's gotta be that that better be the last time that happens to that guy, bro. Because that's embarrassing. It, it, these tournaments are awesome because of that. And and people, I remember on Twitter, I'm, I'm reading people are like uh, walling out because there's like a huge tree behind uh-huh. the soccer goal. You know, because <laughs> because in U.S., you know, you have these yeah. great pitches, you know, right right here around the corner, like world yeah. class, where where you can go just and, and play open play. You know, it, it's hilarious. So these yeah. teams have to adapt. You know, some of these teams that are um, malcriados, uh, you you have uh-huh. to go, you know, and adapt to to the where the ball bounces, where the field has a little, you know, and, and that's the essence. And soccer. that's why some of the best that's why some of the best players in the world come from environments where they don't have pretty fields. They don't even have fucking Brazil, wearable bro. shoes. What, what those guys they're, do? They're playing they play barefoot. Yeah. Playing all barefoot day, on rocky all day on the street, like on the beach, mm-hmm. on the you know, that that's the yeah. essence of football. Yeah. You know, I, I go to your backyard, wherever it is, and I'm gonna beat you there. I'm gonna adapt. You know, you gotta come to my it, that's the beautiful thing about yeah. you know world soccer is like, and then the, when you go to the World Cup, but we're getting, we're going in the, too many <laughs> big stuff. But it, it just gets you excited. I, I was really happy for that Conquer Cup for the Champions League because uh-huh. it's gonna be it's ours, right? You yes. feel it because I, yeah. I love I wa- I love the European. I watch it. It's mm-hmm. the best football in the world, you know, because they're at a different level right now, yeah. mostly because it's monetary. Yes. But what you have here is is your local flavor, and and, mm-hmm. and it feels so good to see you know these fields, these weird fields, you know, yeah. the, the crazy stadiums. And, and <laughs> it's a it's a great story. It's a great story. Yeah, it's it's definitely. fun. And now we're gonna get the league cup games coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Inter Miami is gonna play uh, in the, the first round. There's two very tough teams: Cruz Azul, mm-hmm. um, the Mexican team, and then Atlanta United. So it's very nice. tough. Inter Miami has the season. There's that's where you need all that depth, right? Yeah. You need a deep team, and this is where you're gonna see who has a deep team because there's so many games coming up that everybody's yeah, gonna dude. play. Bro, everybody's Orlando, gonna play. Orlando plays tomorrow, and uh, the regular uh, MLS match against DC United, right? 
middle middle of the pack DC United. Orlando should be able to 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 stay undefeated. But then they play again on Wednesday against Tigres again, the the second leg of the of the Concacaf tournament. Tough game at, tough at home. Game. Yeah. Right, but that the Guignac is is that however you pronounce it? Guignac, he, yeah, yeah. He can't come in Guignac, because he's not, he's not he's not he's not fully vaxxed. vaxxed which yeah. you know we're, we're we're not gonna get into the political stuff, uh -huh. that, but that's that's yeah. that's a big big loss for that team, man. It is, it is. But it's a know, different team without him. Yeah. It's a different team without him. Yeah, yeah. That you know the, the, that uh, offense will struggle without him, um, but that's. That's a that's, plus that's, for Orlando. They yeah. got to take advantage of it. You got to take advantage of it. You play the cards you And Tigres knew of that about him, that he wasn't going to be able to, you know, travel to the United States. Yeah. So that's, you know, they're, they're okay with that, I'm sure, because they're more they got focused plenty, on, on They the got AMX. plenty of players. They got plenty of players. Not, exactly. Not, the one that's going to replace him might not be at his level at this point, mm -hmm. but they have plenty of talent on that team. So they'll be fine. But that's, that's actually – that could work to their advantage because – Of course, a hungry guy coming in to prove uh, a point. And you don't – and there's not – there's might not be a lot of film on the guy either, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So and it might you know, be tough for Orlando to prepare for that game. Yeah, and these type of tournaments, they're also uh, auditions because mm -hmm. uh, the teams are seeing players they've never had access to before. Yeah. And then people remember, you know, oh, this young guy, you know. So you're you're auditioning for other teams too at, exactly. at this point, for bigger, better teams. That I'm sure that uh, the Haitian team, Yolette, Violet. Oh, um, man. They, there's, there's a few guys there that I'm sure uh, after this tournament are going to be moving on. You know, Bro, I, wouldn't be yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if one or one or two of those guys are playing for Austin FC next season. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. No surprise there. No surprise there. Yeah, for sure. bro. Let me see. What, what's this guy's name? The, uh, he, scored he scored two goals. He had a brace. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a couple you other know? guys that, that, that are. He's only 25 years old. Yeah, he's in a, on his prime. He's ready. He's, yeah. he's ready. He's ready for to make a move. Bring he's him to the to MLS, bro. Look. Oh, yeah, for, sure, he, for sure that guy's going to be moving soon. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, why, I, I why, want to talk, reach out to him to see if he needs an agent or anything. Why? Why does not Inter Miami sign him? I, I said, well, we have a big, we have a big. We uh, have too many strikers already. <laughs> no, no, we, we have a, a big from Haitian descent. Our, our striker, Borgelin Shanadier, is 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 oh, uh, okay. Haitian, and he's he's a big, he's young, mm -hmm. and he's got a bright future, dude. This guy's six five, and runs yeah. amazing. I I you know what? How many uh, six five guys do we have on the team? We have some big guys, dude. I think <laughs> I think if if in the off season he wants to play tight end for the Dolphins or somewhere else, I think he there's something there, man. He might man. make a little more money there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, all right, man. Um, uh, yeah, bro. So uh, Orlando FC, Orlando, uh, Orlando City got that big uh, that big game next week. You know, I wouldn't call this tomorrow's game a big game against DC United. You know, don't overlook I, anybody. Don't overlook anybody. I mean, I'm not the coach. I can overlook whoever I want. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a, a win at home against uh, Tigres next week would be huge for that club. You know? Yeah, absolutely. On, on a yeah, man, it would be a, it would be a, a win, uh, the the biggest win aside from the final of the U.S. Open Cup. That would be the biggest win of their. You, you know what's going to be history. You know what's going to be interesting. They're gonna be. They're gonna play in Orlando. I want to see how many of the fans are the Mexican fans because the Mexican yes. teams travel, travel well, travel, bro. And and you have you know a, a large population there. I want to see how you know how the stadium is divided because yeah. anytime the Mexican uh, national team plays in the U.S., it's like mm -hmm. a home game for the most part. Yeah. You know? So I want to see how it's gonna be in Orlando. Obviously, I don't think it's gonna overflow, 
But mm-hmm. I do believe there's they're gonna have a, a pretty well, good you never turnout. Know, man. That's a Bro, popular even... team. Tigres is a very popular team over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, you're you're right. Mexican fans travel really well, bro. And there's a lot of of uh, Hispanic people in Central Florida. So Absolutely. I, you know, I, I I've gone. You know, I play a little futbolito here every now and then. And yeah, there's a good amount of Mexicans here too. So maybe they are Tigres yeah. fans. You know, and like know? you said, Latin people. You no, know, and just Latin in general. You're gonna go see mm-hmm. an international game. So of you're course, gonna go out there and, and, and check it out, and maybe Bro, you, they haven't been millionarios. Millionarios played against uh, I forget which uh German squad, I think it was Hertha Berlin, and yes. and not even at Exploria Stadium at some like weird uh, I think it was a cricket stadium somewhere <laughs> like south of Orlando, and it was packed, packed full of, of Colombians. <laughs> oh man, and down, down here too, and they were noisy yeah. and they were loud and they were chanting and yeah, they had man. a great time. They had yeah, a great bro. time. That's yeah, what that, it's that, all team, about. that team has a, a big, big, big fan base. They, they yeah. really do. You have to yeah, give man. it to them. All right, man. Well, um, you know, I think that's it for this week's edition of uh, Vice City FC, bro. You have any uh, parting thoughts? Just, just in the game, like, what do we think is going to happen for the game? Um, I, I, I'm curious to see if Miami is able to hold out again, like mm-hmm. another clean sheet. If they do, yeah. that would be fantastic. If not, um, I would say uh, maybe a, a one-one game but mm-hmm. you know new york hasn't been in its greatest form and they really want to come out so maybe they open up and, and miami can put two two on them and two one but yeah. I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go and let's say one 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 with with miami playing well over there there we go all right and for orlando's game tomorrow i think they're gonna win one to zero because dc they give up more goals than they score so <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> that's a problem yeah bro <laughs> That they're negative in the in the goal differential right now. So and and Orlando, you know, they got that they got that uh that stout defense with El Pulpo back there also. So I don't I don't foresee DC putting anything in the back of the net. The the we'll cherry blossom, the cherry blossom uniform then, is not going to help them. Not at all. <laughs> those, those are cool, cool, cool kit. They're going to look nice with that yes. loss. They're going to take the L with a nice kit. Yeah, man. And then uh and then next week against Tigres at home, bro. I, I think Facundo's gonna gonna come he's gonna through show out. he's gonna show out he's gonna show out bro and then tigres is gonna buy his ass for like 10 12 million <laughs> we'll see it could be could be <laughs> yeah, nice nice i like yeah, it man. i like it hey i you know um inter miami nation i'm uh-huh. saying one one but i i just I, I feel they're gonna win yeah but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be concerned because it's a first road trip and, yeah but 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 if they show me that they can show this team out on the road mm-hmm Fireworks next game. Bro. Fireworks. Fireworks if, next game. If Miami, <laughs> if Miami wins, if Miami wins this weekend at New York, I'm gonna pick them to win every every week <laughs> for the rest of the season. I'm never gonna pick them. Never gonna pick them to lose. That's it. They convinced me. <laughs> oh, I, ha- I had a video of in the Philly game of, of a couple of guys from the in the green mm-hmm. lot doing the, doing the dance, being Benito yeah. Miami stuff. I, we gotta do a little snippet to make that like the the after goal scoring. Uh, oh yes. Or, or after the game, you know, winning. Uh, yeah, dance and stuff. We gotta, we gotta for get sure. that going. We gotta All get right, that. All right, we'll, we'll get that done. We'll have Edwin uh, cut that up for you. The strong there. <laughs> All right, fungus. It's been, yeah, it's been, it's been great, man. Hang out. Yes, uh, take it easy, brother. Enjoy take your you, time sir. up there in Orlando, Orlando City. I'm gonna watch the game tomorrow. Have a couple of brewskis and 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 let's see what happens. Nada, bro. Enjoy that Apple TV, man. <laughs> all right lemonheads thank you for joining us on another episode of vice city fc we'll see you uh we'll see you soon
Have a good one.